Hello friends, welcome to the first ever episode of the podcast Coming Up Aces. My name is Abby and I will be your host. So first I kind of want to tell you a little bit about myself because I am not really a figure on any social media aside for personal platforms, you know? And then after I tell you a little bit about me, then we can talk about a little bit about the podcast and what that is going to be about and the future episodes that we're going to get into because I'm so excited to just hang out with you guys. Okay, so let's waste no time and get into a little bit about me. I live in like this super small town in northern Michigan and literally BFE, the middle of nowhere. So... I think it would be really interesting to see if this podcast will go anywhere, because as of right now, I have little to zero audience, and I just really think that if podcasting is going to actually be a thing in the future, then I should be able to build this up pretty, not easily, but I would say pretty substantially. Some things that I love, love, love are songs, books, and a lot of Netflix TV shows, I'm not even gonna lie, love Netflix, um, for no particular reason either. It's just, I kind of am addicted to it, so I'm never gonna let it go, I don't think. <laughs> I always just kind of have Netflix on in the background while I'm doing activities or, like, making art, which is something that I like to do. I like to make a lot of art. Go check out my Facebook page, which is Abby's Artworks. That's it. That's all it is. Abby's artworks. And I post art every so often whenever I get it done, which is literally like once a month or maybe not even because if you're an artist, you know that shit takes forever. I also want to disclaim for any, you know, like soft ears out there that I will be swearing here and there just because I really want this podcast to be as flowy and natural as possible, and my normal language just kind of has me popping in little swear words here and there, and so I'm not going to filter myself out just to appease a small audience, so I'm just going to keep it real. That's what I'm here for. So some music that I like is, oh my god, I had this huge 21 Pilots fan. I no longer associate with the fan base, but I used to really really associate with that fan base. Oh my god. I was such a clicky. It was annoying. (laughs) And if you don't know what a clicky is, don't even look it up. That's annoying that I even said that. So cringe, honestly. But nowadays I listen to kind of more rap hip-hop style, like NF is one of my favorites. J. Cole, another one of my literal all-time favorites. So I have like a really diverse taste, though, I would say. If you've ever listened to Paris Paloma, I listen to her. Um, literally all over. She's an indie artist, by the way, if you don't know who Paris Paloma is. She is an indie artist who is, like, the opposite of freaking hip-hop or whatever the hell NF is. (laughs) And then I'm also into, like, rock music. Um, I really like live versions of songs. So I'm a big live music person. I love going to concerts. I love seeing, oh, the last person I saw in concert was Fall Out Boy and Bring Me the Horizon opened up for them. So good. Literally, chef's kiss. Oh my goodness. One of the best concerts I've ever been to. Fall Out Boy always puts on a good show because I've been there once before. I've been there once before. I've been to see Fall Out Boy once before at a different location, um, and it was equally as good. It was literally MGK open for them during that, and I really like MGK too, and yeah, it was just a really great experience. Speaking of concerts, I've seen 21 Pilots, like, oh, probably about, like, five to seven times in person. I don't know the exact number. I could count if I wanted to, but I'm not going to take the time to count right now. It's like five to seven, okay? Just believe me. (laughs) And I've seen them in the, I don't know if you've ever camped out for a concert, but I would do that, where you would literally get in line like two days ahead of time and people would sleep there. 
no joke, sleep in line. So that way they would be first up in, like, the general admission area of the concert because it's first come, first serve. First people to get there are the first ones in the front. So we went crazy, and I had stayed... The most that I ever camped was two nights in the city of Chicago, Illinois, and that was a really interesting experience. We can definitely make camping into a whole episode on its own, or, like, not even camping, but, like, just concert going in general into an episode on on its own. Some more things that I like other than concerts and music are art. Our art, that was horrible grammar, is art. Um, I really like to create just in general, Colored pencils are my absolute favorite medium. They are just so bold in colors, and I like to be able to shade with them the way that I can with a graphite pencil, and I just love, love, love colored pencils. I've only ever used Prismacolor, and I am a loyal fan of them. I am so loyal to them. I've never used any other kind of colored pencil but Prismacolor, because it is just so good. I don't even... I'm not interested. For the price that you get... It's, like, the cheapest one for the best quality. You know what I mean? It is... I love Prismacolor. This is not sponsored. (laughs) I also do enjoy to paint, but I don't think I'm the best at it. I sometimes like to click on Bob Ross tutorials on YouTube or whatever and try to follow along with that, but eh, they're never the best, in my opinion. I mean, probably in everyone's opinion. For my birthday, I had some friends come over, and we literally just followed a Bob Ross painting tutorial, and that was my birthday. Like, that was the party. <laughs> so, if that gives you a little bit about my, a little bit about my personality, that I don't party, I just do Bob Ross painting tutorials. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna sound like a teacher or whatever here, but something that I think is really important is to read. I think it's really important to read often and find books that you like or, like, listen to podcasts. You know, I think it's really important to get other people's perspective in depth. I really think that is an important part of being a human and just, like, learning culture, if you're interested in that at all, and learning how people's minds work. I don't know. But I just think reading is so interesting, and I like to pick it apart, and I like to find all the little details that lead up to the big ending, the big reveal, you know? So, I just really think reading is very important, and I just want to say I'm going to make an entire podcast episode on just my favorite quotes, my favorite books, because... I have a lot of them, and I write them down in my little notes app in a folder labeled quotes because I just love, love, love deep shit. I love meaningful shit. So, hey, don't hate a girl, okay? I don't know if everybody goes through this, but I kind of feel like I used to be way more interesting than I am right now. Like, I used to watch YouTube and go hang out with my friends and I would, I don't know, just partake in everything. But now I just kind of do my own thing and, you know, if I want to go do something, I will go do it and I don't really worry if I have someone else to go with me anymore. I just kind of go do the thing. And so it kind of leads to less stories, less drama when you are comfortable doing things alone and in peace the keyword here is peace because I don't know I just think it's it's really important to be able to do things alone but at the same time it does conjure up less stories to be able to tell in the long run so if I ever tell a story or stories about the past and you're like Abby that sounds like it literally happened years ago yeah It's probably because it did happen years ago. But I have a lot of stories to tell from years ago, okay? Okay, to wrap up this section of getting to know me, it's... I need... I feel like I need to tell you my favorite color because we're, like, meeting for the first time ever. We're, like, on our first date right now. You know what I mean? So, my favorite color is blue and purple and pink. And, listen, I understand that those are the colors of the bisexual pride flag. However, 
I am not bisexual. I'll just like to disclaim that. Um, however, for what my sexuality is, maybe I'll disclose that at a later date. Not now. <laughs> so I'll let you decide for yourself what you think that is, if it literally concerns you at all, because it shouldn't, honestly. You should leave other people's lives out of your business. My favorite food is spaghetti. Um, my favorite restaurant is Olive Garden. Literally, what more could you know about me? I think that covers everything. I don't know. What more could you possibly know? I have a cat. I love long locks on the beach. I do enjoy pina coladas. Don't get the song stuck in your head. I'm so sorry. I think I just got it stuck in my head. Okay, so now we're done with that, and if you want to know more about me, I mean, I don't know to tell you, go check out my social medias. You'll probably find a lot of info on there. My name is Abby Rainsmith. Um, the Twitter is CU Aces Podcast, because coming up Aces Podcast was too freaking long of a URL. Too many characters, so it said, nope. So I had to do the letter C and U. Aces podcast. So go give it a follow on Twitter. Go give my Instagram a follow, Abby's Artworks. Go give my Facebook a follow, Abby's Artworks. Yeah, those are my shameless plugs. So do with them as you wish. Okay, so let's talk about the plans for this upcoming podcast. Oh my god, literally loud trucks keep going past my house, and I just really hope you can't hear it, but I keep having to pause. Kind of annoying. Anyways, let's talk about how I want to be real. I want to be authentic. I want to open the door up for authenticality. Authentic- Is that even a word? You know what I mean. And vulnerability, because I feel like a lot of, like, what is it? Hustle culture? Yeah. Um, we'll call it hustle culture. I feel like a lot of hustle culture is that you have to look your best all the time. You have to be in your, be in your bag all of the time. And that's just not realistic. And literally everybody knows that. So when they like see somebody who like never gets down or negative, it's kind of like they, we think of them as this superhuman kind of character and they become dehumanized in our brain but i really think that is very toxic it's not something that we should strive for it's not something that we should admire as a society and our culture at all in my opinion at least um which is just one person's opinion and i understand that but i just understand that flexing is big right now in social media and I just really think that that is the worst thing that we could be doing right now especially in like in this economy you know we're flexing no 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 we need to save up guys (laughs) stop flexing all of your shit that you are buying save it put it in the bank oh my god you're making me nervous out here But whatever. I get that people want other people to think that they got it like that. But I'm just here to tell you that if you think somebody got it like that, they probably don't. They probably don't. So, everybody's human. And that is just, that is that. It is so toxic to think anything else, mostly. So that's why I kind of want to encourage humanity. I want to talk about things in, like, a real tone, in a real perspective, share maybe some opinions here and there, maybe talk about, like, how I perceive things, because I think the world is filled with different perceptions, and I kind of talked about it earlier when I was talking about what I like in reading, and that is being able to see somebody else's perspective. So here I am sharing my perspective with you guys, and I just hope you enjoy it. I really do. I really like to hang out, and I like to hear other people's perspectives on things, and I think it's very important to hear it. So I hope that you feel like you can share your perspective on things in my spaces. Just, okay, here's this. Just know whenever 
I am in your space. You are open to share whatever you want with me in the realist aspect because I am just not about the fake shit. Oh my god. I'm just not. And so we need to cut the bullshit and we need to start showing our real sides of us and things that aren't the flashy, shiny sides of things. We need to show all of it. Show the struggles. Because I know that there are people that are going to relate to it. You're not going to be shunned. You're not going to be put down. You're going to be relatable to people. At least that's my hopes, that's my intentions with this, is to be relatable and just be able to open the door to vulnerability on public platforms that we don't really see super often. Because everything is so refined and nitpicky and I do think that sometimes things do need to be refined and nitpicky. But in some aspects, we just need to chill. We just need to hang out. It doesn't need to always be a structured... Do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I don't know if I know what I'm saying, but... It doesn't always... (laughs) Everything that we see online is so positive that... It's so fake. It's so positive that it is so fake. Because what do we see when we go on TikTok? We see a bunch of comedy. We see people looking good, making thirst trap videos, right? We go on to maybe Instagram and we see models looking good. And we see businesses flexing their sales. And it's just what we call maybe a highlight reel of life and that's just it is setting up a unreachable standard and that is so incredibly toxic to our mental well-being it's unbeneficial to show only the good and none of the bad it's really important to show the lows here and there at least you don't need to only show lows that is not what i'm saying you don't need to only show highs either that is what I'm saying. <laughs> Get a little bit of both. Show people a little humanity. And that is what is going to... That's what's going to set us apart from the AI. No, I'm, I'm totally kidding. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. JK unless. Um, but in showing the relatable lows... You're also going to show the relatable highs as well, and also the process in between that. So people might get inspo from you, like, seeing you go from maybe a low to a high, and seeing how you made that progress. It's very beneficial. I keep saying that word, but it is, okay, and I'm going to make an episode about my mental health and how I dealt with depression and I think that that is going to be really um substantial in the way that I am just open and I talk about all of the struggles that I like the things that I tried and went through my trials and tribulations (laughs) but no really it's really important to just really just put yourself out there and It's being vulnerable. It really is. Like, you might get flash from other people who don't know anything about your life. And that's what you have to tell yourself, is they don't know anything about your life. All they're hearing is what you're putting out there and what you're saying. And that is, like, 2%. 2% of the picture. So, when you're being vulnerable and you're insecure... Maybe it's just best to talk with yourself and, you know, let yourself know that people's negativity, as much as it seems to be directed toward you, it never is about you. It truly never is about you. Whenever you look into it more deep, it's 
always some issue that they have with themselves every single time. So when they're picking on a vulnerability, when they're picking on an insecurity of yours, they don't know what they're talking about. You know what's up. And that's what you have to keep telling yourself. You know you. They know them. They don't know you. You don't know them. So just know that they are literally projecting. That's the word. They're projecting onto you. And it's so common. It is so common. Once you realize what projecting is and exactly how to identify it, oh my god, it's everywhere. People do it all the time without even realizing it. It's kind of insane. Like, it's it's even more prevalent than gaslighting. I'm saying that because I know that gaslighting is kind of like a buzzword that people use, but it's also a good thing because now people can identify manipulation and love bombing and, you know, all of manipulative tactics. And I'm not saying that projecting is manipulative at all, but it can be if it's taken to a certain level. Definitely it will be. It's a very thin line. It's a very thin line, okay? So, projecting is just another way that people put their problems onto you, though. Like, for example, gaslighting, someone will tell you that you are crazy, that they never said that, um, and that's manipulative because you're close to them and you know that you did say that and they're gaslighting you. And then projecting is, like, projecting can be anybody. Literally on the street, someone can get mad at you and say, hey, like, you littered, and, like, you literally didn't litter at all, and it's because they're, they have a guilty conscience about them littering. Like, as long as somebody has a guilty conscience, they can project onto anything and anyone, and so I think projection is very dangerous, something to look out for. So, yeah, being vulnerable can open up the door for people to project the hell out of your situations, and it can really lead you to feel really less than. But as long as you keep in your mind that you literally know that they're projecting, it's nothing to do with you, it's not personal, and the people who are going to also be in the same place as you are going to thank you. They're going to be so happy that you are showing the side of things, kind of giving them a little light in the situation. I don't know. I really know that when I was in a bad place, when I saw people who were, like, also kind of struggling, um, that it kind of made me feel like, oh, okay, well, I'm not so much alone. And that kind of sounds like misery loves company, but it really was, was that I just didn't feel as alone. And so I kind of stuck with creators that were also in a lower place, um, at the same time as me. And funnily enough, when I came up is as they came up too and went back to another high in their life. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I feel like that was just a coincidence, though, that that happened, but it really just is a big comfort when you are in a low to have somebody who gets it, who understands. And so for that purpose of, you know, highlighting people that I really think were vulnerable and really just put their lows out there for people to relate to, um... I think was especially TikTokers, honestly. I don't even have TikTok downloaded right now. I'm not, like, on it every single day, all the time. Okay, don't even think that. But there were these two TikTokers who were just, like, so incredibly vulnerable, and I felt like they were the only people I could relate to at a certain point in my life. Like, the only people. And their names are Swagatron and Christian Long, and so I go trying her name is Megan, and they literally helped me through so much, like, just random ass people on the internet 
that are posting videos of themselves, like, crying and whatnot. There's no hate to you guys. I literally love y'all. But it's just, it was comforting to be able to see somebody else is in the same position as me. And, you know, it was really, it was really nice to be able to see that. And that they are getting their own places when I'm struggling to get my own place and, you know, stuff like that. It's just really important for everybody to see. So I guess with that, it's kind of like a little trigger warning on my podcast that um, I might just like randomly drop in a story, an anecdotal story to, you know, share my experiences and it might be something that you know, may or may not be triggering for some people. I don't know what your triggers are, and so this is you, this is me telling you now that I may drop in here and there about, like, random stories being really overly vulnerable, and it might not be in a time that you're in a good place to hear about it. So, I will always try to use discretion before I talk about it, but just know that I might, I might slip up here and there and just randomly talk about random ass stories. But also, if you're here and you're here to hang, like, we talk about anything here, okay? So, I don't know what to tell you. Like, um, too bad? <laughs> I'm talking. I remember being like, oh god, how old was I? Maybe 14, 15? And YouTube was a big thing, so I tried to make YouTube videos. I would literally go on, like, long walks into the woods so nobody could hear me, like, making these videos. And I would set my phone on a tree, and I would, like, record videos. Um, and yeah, you could probably still find it if you, like, really search. It's called 10 Facts About Me. This is the most boring video you'll ever probably see, but... It was little me, okay? And I was trying to make a living with YouTube, okay? I was trying to get a YouTube career. Um, did that ever happen? No. I think I uploaded, like, two more videos after that, and then I was done. And I said, eh, too much work. <laughs> too much editing for too little outcome. It just wasn't really a passion of mine. So, you know, it happened. It happened for the best <laughs> to not not become a famous YouTube star like I may have dreamed as a child. Or, you know, I've always wanted to be famous, like, my entire life when I was little. I don't even remember how old I was. I was probably, like, seven years old or something. And I was obsessed with Hannah Montana, Miley Cyrus, like, the TV show on Disney, Hannah Montana. And about how she was, like, this normal girl, and then she was, like, also famous as hell. And I was, like, oh my god, I could be a normal girl, but almost famous. Um, so I was just really hooked on this idea of fame, like, ever since I was a child. And I feel like a lot of people have, a lot of people have very similar experiences. I've always wanted to be famous. And so I know I'm not special, but I just, I really always have when, like, my sister would ask me, what do you want to be when you grow up? I would literally say, famous. I want to be famous. I want to be a pop star, is what I would say. Um, do I want to be a pop star still? Absolutely not. No, I do not. But, do I want to be famous? You know, I don't think it would hurt. I understand. I understand the downsides to fame. There's lack of privacy. There's threats. There's just a lot of issues that you have to deal with being famous, and I just, I wouldn't want to deal with them, I don't think. I think I would like a medium level of fame. And so, when I was like 15, 16, that's what I would say all the time is, I want to be a YouTuber. It was because I just wanted that medium level of fame, where like, a couple people watch my videos on the regular, but... I wasn't, like, being flagged down at a restaurant or in a grocery store, you know? I just wanted to live my normal life still. Um, but however, I'm as normal as normal gets, I guess. So, well, I wouldn't say I'm normal, but as a person, as a number in a machine, yeah, I'm pretty average. 
But me, once you get to know me, I'm a gem, alright? I am a sparkly, shiny-ass gem. You ain't never gonna find another one like me. My favorite YouTubers ever, who were like my quote-unquote inspirations, were... I really like Jacksepticeye. I had a dream one time about him, and he came over to my house, and we built a blanket fort together out of, like, pillows and shit. It was fun. He was fun to hang out with in my dreams, and I think he would be fun to hang out with anyways. <laughs> but I watch his videos, like, constantly, and also Dan and Phil, their gaming videos, specifically their gaming channel, was my shit. I loved Dan and Phil Gaming. Oh my god. So, you know, there's a little theme there going on, and that's gamers. So, I never have really been into video gaming myself, just because every time I try, I am absolute shit at it. I am so bad at video gaming. I don't know if it's my bad hand-eye coordination. I don't know if it's just because I am fitting into all the fucking female stereotypes. I don't know what it is. But, I know that I am total shit at video games. Not my thing. So, I just kind of stuck to watching people play the video games. So, that way I could I could still get the storylines and I could still talk with people about video games without actually playing them myself. Um, so, I kind of was just like an outsider in this gaming world. Okay? But, they were my favorite YouTubers. So... I really wanted to replicate YouTube in some way, so I just started talking about myself in front of a camera. I was literally, like, 14, 15, okay, so I had no idea what I was doing. I had no direction. I was just like, let's just take a video and see where it goes. And I used PowerDirector to edit all of my videos because I had a little Android phone and I couldn't even pay money to get the watermark removed so the big fat watermark was in the bottom right of every single corner of every single one of my YouTube videos. I made my little sister, um, she's actually like my little stepsister, I made her be my subject in one of my music videos and we shot to the cover of Everybody, Everyone Wants to Rule the World by Lord. She made a cover of that song. I, it's originally by, uh... Tears for Fears. Okay, I had to look that up. It's by Tears for Fears originally, but, um, the video that we did was specifically the Lord cover, and it was so funny and cringy and just everything you would imagine a 15-year-old to make with a editing app for the first time ever. <laughs> now, on Dan and Phil Gaming, they had this kind of series going um in the sims 4 and i don't know if you know what the sims 4 is but it's a simulation video game where you get to create these people family build them a house um make like their whole entire life get them a job it's a simulator which is why it's called the sims it's a life simulator and so i watched them play the sims 4 a lot, and I actually play The Sims quite a lot, an embarrassing amount. <laughs> when I was young, my sister, my older sister, she's about, she was about 12 years older than me. She passed away in 2020, sadly, just really unexpectedly. It was really horrible for our family, not gonna lie. We would play The Sims together when I was five years old, and she was... Oh, 17? Because that's 12 years older than 5? Yeah. Yeah. 5, and she was 17, so she would, like, play The Sims. She would do all the clicking because she could read, and I was literally 5, so I couldn't even read yet. And I would just wear the headphones, the big old clunky 90s headphones, and we're, like, sitting together on this big-ass dinosaur desktop computer. And she's clicking doing the family stuff, and I'm just sitting there with the headphones on, listening to all the actions, all the simlish that the sims are talking, which is their little language, if you don't know. They literally just speak gibberish. It's They don't say anything in particular, but the sims, over time, has kind of developed just their own language with this gibberish, and it's called simlish. So, I would just listen to the simlish, listen to the little music, 
and I would help her build the families, and that was my favorite part for the longest time, was creating the people. Just creating families, giving them outfits. I loved it. It was... Ah, I loved it. I still love it to this day. When Back when I was five, we were playing The Sims 2. I was five in, uh, 2006. So we were playing The Sims 2 way back then, and I still have the disc and everything for it that we used in our computer. Um... And then I kind of fell off when The Sims 3 came out. I was no longer interested, but my sister still played. And then The Sims 4 came out, and my sister just stuck with The Sims 3. She never upgraded The Sims 4, but I got The Sims 4. And that has been my favorite for, like, the longest time. I love The Sims 4. And they're about to come out with The Sims 5, I'm pretty sure. But I don't know when that's actually supposed to come out. I love... I love building houses and just, like, being a little interior designer and then making my own people. I kind of, I literally feel like I'm a kid playing with my dolls sometimes when I'm playing that game. Like, I'm giving them their own storylines. I'm like, and then she said this, and then he said this, and then now they're going to get together, and now they're going to get divorced, and now they're going to have an affair. And it's like, I make these Sims have drama and it's fun. I recommend it for your inner child. It's also addicting, so be careful. But I broke my freaking laptop that I play my Sims on, so I haven't been able to play in a couple months, kind of having withdrawals a little bit. The way that I broke my laptop, it's a little embarrassing, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I don't know if anybody knows what the thyroid is. It is a little gland that is right on the bottom of your throat, like, um, in the center of your collarbone, kind of up more. Yeah, right there. It is called the thyroid. It produces hormones and everything, and it just literally does so much for your body, hormone-wise, and you don't even realize how much hormones do until you, until your thing-making hormones stops working. Oh my god. So I got thyroid cancer, and I've since had my thyroid removed, and I take medication to replace the hormones, I now take synthetic hormones, um, to make me stable, because without a thyroid, you would not be stable. Um, so I had thyroid cancer, and what that does sometimes is it, like, kind of fucks with my depth perception, so I will like, kind of go to grab something, and my hand will go straight through it. Like, <laughs> I think it is, like, an inch further than it is, so my hand will, like, whoop, whoop, and it will just fall right down. So, that happened. I was literally playing The Sims, and I left my laptop on my bed, and I have this nightstand table next to my bed, and I had a glass of Arizona green tea, okay? Yes, it was in a glass because I wanted it iced, okay? And so, I went to grab it, my hand just goes straight through it, and it just knocks onto my bed, onto my laptop. Oh my god. And then, get this, I had to leave for work, like, five seconds later. Like, I was on the verge of being late, so I had to leave. I didn't have time to completely take apart my laptop. I didn't have time to dry it off completely, which was my biggest mistake. Oh my god, I should have dried it off, because I didn't even know how to remove the back, but if I did, I should have done that immediately. I would recommend you remove the back of your laptop if it gets wet and dry it immediately. Um, I didn't know how to remove it, and I had to leave. So, I just kind of dried it off best I could, and I set it, like, on my bed, so that way it would I don't know. I don't know. I just set it on my bed so it wouldn't get wet anymore. <laughs> and, uh, you know, obviously not the place on my bed that I smelled the tea. I put it on a dry spot on my bed, because, duh, I'm not stupid. Um, so... I go to work, and then I come back home, and my laptop isn't turning on, and I'm like, a fucking course. So I look it up, and I figure out how to take off the back of my laptop, and, uh, it is wet. 
all over the back of my laptop, all over the motherboard, all over the one strip thing. I don't even know what it's a belt looking thing. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's called. All over the battery. I was like, fuck. Like, everything is fucked up. All of it. So, I called the computer repair place and I just told them it was the motherboard. And it was going to be $300 alone for just the motherboard. So I was like, yeah, it's going to be probably everything that I have to replace, which is going to probably end up being about $1,000, which is how much the laptop cost me to begin with. So actually my grandma bought it for me for my graduation present like four years ago. So shout out to grandma. Sorry I ruined your gift. I really didn't mean to. I'm really sad about it. I really liked that laptop. It was one of my favorite things ever. Um, but yeah, rip. RIP to her. So now I'm saving up for a new laptop. And so I can go back to the Sims addiction that I am craving and hoping for. God, stupid mistakes. I can't believe I just really just spilt freaking liquid right on an electronic like is that not what they literally teach you day one of getting an electronic don't don't get it wet don't put water in it like girl i didn't mean to though i blame the thyroid (laughs) it's the thyroid's fault it's the thyroid's fault And to counteract the image that I just portrayed myself with, being an indoor gamer laptop girl all the time watching YouTube videos, I'd like to say that is not my life anymore. These are old stories, like I said, from years ago. So, now, well, the laptop thing just just happened like a month or two ago, maybe three now, is, is kind of recent, but also kind of past now. My laptop is dead. I currently don't have a laptop that is recent. Um, but what is more recent with my daily activities is, well, I kind of went through, like, bad depression, and I definitely will get the, into this in the depression episode that is coming up in the future, um, that I just kind of really started to put value on exercise eating right and all of that so don't worry I'm not a health freak that was just like a couple months of my life that I was really worried about that kind of stuff um but now I I really I think it's important to like get out there get some fresh air so I'm a big hiker that's what I like to do I like to go for walks like and look for lakes and rivers and like bodies of water um, favorite thing, rock hunting sometimes. I don't know. I just enjoy being in, like, a different environment. Um, and, like, following trails. I don't like to get lost. I am not about that. So, I like to follow trails. And that's my hiking. If there's a hiking trail, I'm there. <laughs> that's my, that's been my activity lately. But usually when I'm I've never been hiking by myself. It's only when I'm with somebody because I'm so scared of, one, getting mauled by a bear, two, getting kidnapped. Like, I just feel like the stakes are very high being a woman hiking in the woods by yourself. Probably not smart. So I always bring somebody with me. And then I'm also just kind of at work, like, a lot. And what I do at work is I listen to podcasts, which heavily influenced me being here today. I love listening to podcasts when I'm at work and when I just kind of am busy with my hands and I need to be busy with my mind too. So I put on a little podcast. It also kind of brings my social meter up a bit. Um, if I'm feeling a little antisocial and I listen to a podcast, it kind of makes me feel a little more social. I'm not gonna lie. Um, so, with that, I shouted out YouTubers, um, I need to shout out, I shouted out TikTokers, and I need to shout out my favorite podcasters. They are, well, I say I have three. Okay, so, number one is Emma Chamberlain. Um, love her. I never followed her much before her Anything Goes podcast, but now I listen to it religiously. Um, while I'm at work, that is always my number one go-to, Anything Goes by Emma Chamberlain. Then number two 
is Leo Skeppy, which is, is that his name? It is aware and aggravated. And this is such a good podcast to listen to for life advice. Oh my God. I love it. And then he's like, he kind of has, I don't know why, but for some reason I feel like we, we have a similar personality in which we are going to fuck shit up in the most graceful way possible. So I just absolutely love the energy about him and he gives us such good advice in how to achieve that kind of energy and I just really enjoy it. And then the third one is probably one of the, probably the first podcast that I ever listened to, um, or maybe the second because I think Emma's was the first, um, was Alex Cooper's Call Her Daddy podcast. I love it. It kind of gave me the same vibe as MTV's Girl Code. If you knew what that was, it was like girls would talk and like give life advice about like relationships and stuff like that. And that is not all Alex does. She doesn't only talk about relationships. She talks about business aspects of things, which I love because I think that if you want to achieve something, you need to surround yourself with people who are also achieving that, who have like mindsets as you. So that way you can help each other gravitate toward your goal together. So I think listening to a podcast of very business-driven, business-minded women especially is super, super what we needed in today's society. I feel like it is such a good thing to listen to, like, a good little manifestation technique. Just listening to people who are, like, at a successful position in life kind of talk about how they got there, which is kind of what Alex does. She does interviews here and there, and she also talks with her friends about just, like, funny stories that happened and just... I just really like listening to their stories. I think she's a funny person and good to listen to. And Emma is just my absolute favorite because she just literally talks about anything. She doesn't care. And she's so real about it. And I think she has a really good moral compass, which I think is so rare. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I think it's very rare to have such a good and strong moral compass. And I think she is such a good one. She's so focused on being a good person and doing everything well all the time. Uh, I just really, I really like her in the way that she shares her perspective on things. And Leo and Alex, I love all of their perspectives on things. Favorite podcasters. So, to get you a little bit excited about this next coming episode, I kind of want to tell you what it's going to be about to kind of remove the surprise a little bit. But also, get you excited. So, I want to talk about hair. And that sounds annoying, that sounds boring, but hairstyles, to me, are everything. Um, I have colored my hair so many times. I have done so many things to it. It makes me feel like... I need to have some type of colored hair or I am not me. I can't have all natural hair. Like, that doesn't feel like me. That feels like a boring version of me. Feels like an alternate universe version of me. I just had regular natural hair for, like, maybe a year, maybe half a year. It wasn't that long, honestly. Um, and I just now did the underneath and a little bit of my bangs pink. So... I kind of want to talk about that a little bit and about how hair can hugely affect how you view yourself and about how people view you, too, based off of your hair and about how different looks I've gone throughout the years and what I've learned on my journeys of doing these little science experiments on my head. So, also, I've had a lot of people be so rude to me about my hair color. It's going to your brain. Maybe that's why you can't do math. Whatever shit. I don't know. I'm not going to math and I've definitely heard that before because I worked at... I don't think I'm allowed to say where. As a cashier and the people there were just like literally the rudest group of people I've ever dealt with. Never. Never would I work there again. Oh no. Um, but honestly, people are just like rude as shit to people with colored hair. It's really interesting. Um, but that's gonna be 
next week's podcast that I will be releasing on Tuesday, hopefully Tuesday. That's going to be my goal day, I think, is Tuesday to release my podcast, to um, film them? Is that the word? Record. Record. Record is the word I'm looking for. To record them. Because I'm recording today on a Tuesday. It's literally, like, one of my only days off. So, one of my only days I have free and don't have children running rampant around my house. So, it's one of the only silent days that I have as well. So, Tuesdays. Tuesday sounds like a pretty solid day to promise y'all that I will be back. And I love hanging out with you guys. Um, I love that you listen, that you come to hang out with me. Thank you. Give me a follow on Twitter. See you Aces Podcast. Give me a follow on Facebook. Abby's Artworks. Give me a follow on Instagram. Abby's Artworks. My full name is Abby Rainsmith. If you have fun, tr- er, gosh, words are so hard. My full name is Abby Rainsmith. If you have trouble finding me, and I would love to have a chat with y'all. Give me a comment. Let's talk about things. Let's, you know, give me ideas for things to talk about in the future. Cause I have a lot of ideas. Honestly, I have, I think seven or eight episodes already lined up so we're good for a couple weeks and they're gonna keep coming as the weeks go by um and I'm just so excited to talk with you guys about all of these topics that I have in mind it's gonna be very fun and I really hope that we can increase our base of friends more people to hang out with us the more the merrier I love getting a group of people together Even if it's a small group of people, I don't mind. Just, like, a group. I would love to create a little... Little... Loyal... Group of listeners. That just like to hang out with me every week. Like, that would be genuinely ideal. So, yeah. Tune in next week. I would love to be your friend. Alright. Thank you for tuning in. See you next week.